Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to this week's Must Hear Music podcast. I'm sitting here with Jason Lipschutz. What's up, man? As well as Erica Ramirez. <laughs> hey, guys. Oh, there's that laugh that we were waiting <laughs> I was laughing for. at Jason. What? What's up? He's just always so, like, happy. Yeah, it makes you know. me and everyone probably happy. Oh, thank you. I try. I try to He's be just happy. The happy guy. Oh, yes, you know. Um, speaking of things that make Jason happy, <laughs> let's talk about. Uh, actually, I don't know if you like this. I have no idea. But uh, <laughs> I my, do like my this. My first pick the Rihanna, Kanye West, and Paul McCartney song, Four or Five Seconds. Um, so it was recently announced that they, all three of those wonderful people are going to be at this year's Grammys to perform the song, the world debut of four or five seconds. Um, I just, I don't even, I'll talk about it later. What what do you think about this, Jason? I mean, first of all, it's funny to me, funny to imagine someone listening to this podcast and being like, what, there's a new Rihanna and Kanye and Paul McCartney song? Like, what's going on? But you know what? It's not. It's must hear music. We got to talk about why you need to hear it. If you're not aware of it, if you're you're probably aware of it. But I just like. What was that all about? I know that was just me ranting. <laughs> okay. But I I really like this this song a lot, and I I feel like it gets stronger with each listen. I think that, you know, I was talking to Keith on the Pop Shop podcast about this, about how I really like it when. Rihanna changes it up as much as I love her dance songs and kind of strips the instrumental down and focuses solely on her voice. Like one of my favorite Rihanna songs, this is what we were talking about is take care her song with Drake because it's not a flashy performance at all, but it's so incredibly compelling and strong in just its vulnerability. And I feel like that this hits the same note and you know, I, I feel like it's more of a Rihanna solo track than like a rihanna kanye paul mccartney song i mean M- paul mccartney's on keyboards kanye guitar, guitar. One. Yeah. really i thought it was keyboards that's kanye's no, he's, he's strumming on this one. Oh, really this one's a guitar i thought it was keyboards on both anyway you know he's he's in the background regardless mm-hmm. <laughs> and kanye has a, a couple verses but you know this is rihanna's show and she's kind of billed as the top artist on this and i, I mean it just her hook is what I focus on. What, what do you What do you think, Erica? I feel like this is emo enough for you. It's definitely emo enough. Okay. Um, I think everyone likes to see like Rihanna being the bad girl that she is, get a little vulnerable. So I think that's um, really good to hear her. As much as I love Kanye, I think I would have 
been okay without a Kanye, two yeah. Kanye verses on the song and just would have let it just be a, a Rihanna's. I mean, it is Rihanna's song, but I would have liked it to just be just Rihanna. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. It, it feels like Kanye just comes out of nowhere. It's a little too... Kanye on this song is a little too abrasive for the production and for how vulnerable Rihanna is. So it would have just been great to just see Rihanna stripped down uh, on this like folk, pop, country, yeah. all genres type of song. Um, I think it's a good change also for her coming off of Unapologetic, which was very like rap and R&B, you know, with some like, I, I feel like I had a little bit more of like, also she wanted to go a little bit on the trap um, route or she was aiming to. So I think this is a, a very good change for her. Yeah, I think it is a good song. I don't know about great, but it's a good song. It's we. I mean, it's just so bizarre that these three people are on a song together and then they're going to be at the stage together at the Grammys. Like, there's no getting around it. You know, I'm sure that's why they're all equally, more or less equally credited, even though this is the lead single from Rihanna's album. Like, it's being kind of, you know, pimped as a Paul McCartney, Kanye, Rihanna song because just of the, like, WTF factor of that. Um, I like the song. I like Rihanna's hook. But I have to say, it, it just makes me genuinely wonder, like, is this what, like, diehard fans of either any of the three artists are really looking for? Like, it's Rihanna's vulnerable side, but it's not, like, an incredible song, you know? Like, I, this isn't, like, a strong lead single. This, this definitely isn't something that, like, longtime Paul McCartney fans are going to be jamming to. Well, we were talking offline as to, like, how this could have, like, happened, and it's strange. But, like, if you really think about it, I think Rihanna's recording an album, so is Kanye. Paul McCartney's with Kanye most of the time recording this album. So it, it makes sense to me as to how this happened. I don't. I think that's exactly why it also sounds a little strange. It's just kind of it happened as in, like, they were all in the studio, so why not make a song mm-hmm. together? And I guess this is what we get something it's good something it's bad but i think that's why it's also a little random is because yeah. the collaboration it feels itself. like a lark more than like yeah i kind of doubt this is going to be like a, the next big hit for many of these artists right next thing is going to go number one and i'll be totally incorrect i know well it's interesting because you know we talked about on this show about kanye's only one with paul mccartney and it's like well he called it a single but is it like actually the single from the mm-hmm. album or is it like another song gonna be like a radio song and I wondered the same thing about this song, but I mean, they're performing it at the Grammys. I, I right. wouldn't call it like a toss, tossed mm-hmm. out little collaboration if they're performing it at the Grammys. Obviously, right. it's something special to them. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what Rihanna does with her next project for sure. And, you know, it's so funny. Like I um, I read on Twitter somewhere that the um, the big summer tour for 2015 should be uh, McCartney kanye rihanna and ringo Starr, like playing beatles songs and like kanye songs and Rih- like that would be so awesome that would be just the crowds that that would throw together it would be so cool be insane yeah like imagine rihanna singing beatles songs like that would be awesome I could see her doing Strawberry Fields Forever. She's yeah. got kind of that otherworldly Let's voice. Make, can we like Let's make, make that happen? happen. Like, that would be cool. Erica's very looking very suspicious. I'm a little nervous about I that. I feel like you don't think the Beatles are big enough for Kanye. <laughs> I'm one of those that didn't know who Paul McCartney was or who Missy Elliott was during the Super Bowl. I was so 12-year-old you old. fans. <laughs> um, no, absolutely not. But, I mean, there was like a rumor that Kanye and Rihanna are going on tour uh this year so i just think it's too 
the fact that the, those three, that collaboration with those three artists, is such a random thing. I don't. I think it'd be weird to have a a tour with all three it's and Rico. Yeah, but like he could pop out for a few days. Oh, I absolutely think that he would. I mean, especially since he's just like hitting the keyboards and strumming a few chords. This would be like but yeah, the I least do, effort he would need. He I do think it's an interesting point of what Jason said, where it's like Kanye and Rihanna's first single are not very, you know. They're not what we expected. Poppy or catchy, yeah. yeah, for it to be, like, for, for them to be number one songs. So I wonder if they just do not care or, I'm not sure, but they both released, you know, a very more personal track for as their first singles. Right. On the other hand, maybe it's just kind of a play to get, I don't mean this in the negative way, but to, like, get a lot of publicity and then they'll come out with the actual, like, kind of catchy song that's ready for radio. Because, maybe. I mean, without a doubt, like, this is, they've gotten more eyeballs and ears than they would have if uh you know if it was just the new rihanna song right i mean it's so they're all connected not that like half the world wouldn't listen to a new rihanna song but you know when you say paul mccartney and kanye are on it you get some people who don't care about yeah. rihanna who are suddenly paying attention right. to this Absolutely. um but anyways let's listen to it so it's four or five seconds rihanna kanye west and paul mccartney now i'm four five seconds from wilding That was four or five seconds. Next up, let's talk about a Jason pick, uh, Say Lulu, Hey-o. who Jason's featured on this podcast before. And the new song is called Nothing But a Heartbeat. And I have to say, I like this as much as I like the other one you featured. Yeah. So Say Lulu, if for those who forgot, uh, since we last talked about them a couple months ago, they are a, a, a Swedish-Australian band and uh, a band of sisters. Uh, they're Swedish and Australian because their parents live, one parent lived in Sweden, one parent lived in Australia, and they kind used of a to parent trap go situation. back and forth. Yeah. They met well, at camp. <laughs> <laughs> what if it was? No, uh, it is not that. But anyway, this is a um, this is a pop act, an indie pop act, that has been on my radar for a while and it's funny because you know how some indie acts just keep saying like oh yeah the album's coming the album's coming and then it keeps getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed Mm -hmm. back like i feel like this has happened with say lulu i interviewed them i must have interviewed them either late 2012 or early 2013 when their first couple singles came out and i they've been oh uh, all right this album's coming and it's, it's been a really long time but finally today they announced that their debut album it is called lucid dreaming which is a very say lulu album yeah, title it's a great name it comes out april 6th and they released the first single from it it's called nothing but a heartbeat it's not an incredible single but i really like it, it it's just everything you would expect from them dreamy indie pop music strong vocals layered harmonies um just just great little instrumental uh synthesizer melodies i i mean i just really like this band you know kind of, at, at this point even though they haven't put out their debut album yet you kind of know what you're getting from them and uh yeah i mean check it out it, it just came out a couple hours before this taping and uh i've already listened to it a couple times i really like it Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yeah, I have to say, I mean, if it's, I'm, I'm certainly not as familiar with them as you are. So I don't know if I would, if I can really stack it up to all of their material, but it definitely Unlike what I've heard from them before, this sounds like pop crossover potential, and that's probably why they chose yeah. it. Yeah, like, even the and I, they don't sound like Phoenix. Before I'm going to make this comparison, <laughs> but the guitar in the background sounds very much like the guitar in Phoenix's Listomania. Yeah, like you can true. just that's kind true. of get shades of all these other indie pop crossover acts in this song, and that's not to say this is doesn't stand on its own. Like it really is. They have a great sound, and I think this is a really catchy song. I think it's going to be something in rotation on my playlist yeah and let's hope the nation's playlist. oh hey oh i'm a part of the nation i like it oh yes, yes. yeah wow, but you um you picked out a song from them before right yeah i think i've, I've said the same thing but. yeah they're just they're really solid like i don't know if they're gonna be like a u.s crossover thing but i think they'll be like i think of say lulu as like i don't know if they've announced any u.s tour dates yet um in terms of this year but i think of them almost as like the band at who's playing at like two o'clock at the festival that you want to like you want to get there early to catch because like they're not going to be a huge deal but they're really solid and you want to you want to soak in their music soak in the summer day all right well let's let's listen to it uh say lulu nothing but a heartbeat Uh, say Lulu, and now Jason's gonna duck out because he know. has a meeting. I'm sorry, man. He's an important. I man. do, I do. I love must hear music, and I love you and Erica. No, that's fine. <laughs> you guys are clowning on <laughs> me. Even you got you popcorn. Grammys, and that's a pretty legit. Yeah, Jason on, is guys. such a diva. Oh, that's All not right. true. All right, bye, guys. All right, the diva <laughs> has left the room. All right, let's uh, let's talk about Erica. Uh, which which one of yours do you want to do? Should we start with Big Sean, Kanye, and Drake? You seem to really like Travis Scott. All right, we'll start with, yeah, so Travis Scott and Featuring Future, High Fashion. This is one of your picks. Um, I'd say we've talked about Future on the podcast before, and I'm sad Jason had to leave because he's such a big supporter of Future. I have, like, such mixed feelings on him, like like a lot of the internet. You know, like, he Mm -hmm. really is just so much auto-tune and kind of, like, so much of the same sound. But I feel for every time that I'm like, oh, I can't deal with more Future, a Future song comes along. And I'm like, okay, this is awesome. Right. And I'm feeling that with this Travis Scott song, which is called High Fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, Travis Scott is a great rapper. I have a lot of interest in him. He hasn't, his debut hasn't come out yet though, right? It's um, just he mixtapes. He put out like an EP, I think last year. Okay. Um, which was really, I want to say it was either, yeah, it was last year. Um, I think it's like, I forgot what it's called, but it has a couple, it has actually a lot of great songs on it, but um. Yeah, I mean, with high fashion, it's I really it's gonna sound weird. I really don't care as to what Future is saying. It's the mm-hmm. fact that he sounds so good with this production that's by Travis Scott and um, 
I want to say it might be with Metro Boomin also, but I think it's a whole different, or it might be just be Travis Scott, but it's different production than what Travis is known for. You know, tra- Travis Scott was born in Houston, but raised in LA, but he does have a lot of that like trap um, production in him. So he does really good on it and he did it good on his EP. And one of the songs that was really good is Skyfall, which features Young Thug. And it just kind of showed that he could do he could be alongside some of the best um, Atlanta and other Southern producers. But I think with this, you get a little bit of more of a chill um, feel to it. So I think that's what made me like this song so much is more of Travis's production. But I mean, it's also like you said that one day people hate future because he puts out songs like that Mike Will song and was Khalifa mm-hmm. song. And then he comes and sounds just really good on, on this, t- uh, this type of song. So the fact that he could kind of like, I don't know, morph into something and just fit perfectly is something that's very admirable with, with yeah. Future. So I think that's why I really like this song. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's great. And it's kind of like just a refreshing combination in like the contrast they bring to each other. Like Travis Scott with kind of the more like brittle beat. And then Future is, I mean, the whole thing is laid back. But then, yeah, Future is very kind of like auto-tuned, smooth, uh, synthetic sound yeah. in a good way. Um, it's just, it's great. Like the first time I listened to it, it just immediately, I was like, this is, this is awesome. Right. This is the jam. I just uh, looked it up. So Travis Scott's, um, mixtape was actually called days before rodeo. So if you guys haven't checked that out, um, really should, there's a lot of great songs, especially that young thug, um, song called skyfall. But yeah, I mean, like you said, it's a, with future, it's like, I don't like that you have to now be a little hesitant to listen to songs with Future mm-hmm. on it. I don't know if it was that Mike Will song, or I think right. that even Beast Mode, it was not as intriguing to me as his last project, um, as Honest was, but I hope that he gets back on track where, like, he just, you know, gives us very consistent stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think no matter what, like, people say, people including me about Future, where they're like, <laughs> oh, I, I don't want to pay any attention to it, like, Without a doubt, like, I always will keep an ear open because he obviously, you know, and for as much as you can say, like, oh, he kind of does the same thing over and over. He obviously has a real ear for incredible melodies. Oh, yeah. And Absolutely. production. So, so let's listen to it. It's uh, Travis Scott featuring Future High Fashion. Mason Marcella Blunts. Louboutin Double Cuffs. Designer drugs, you get seamed up. If it tastes good, niggas rolling like rollers, my roll up and dunder dunk. Don't think that I had enough. Cause I've been on the bench. Caught a Coke model, that's a high fashion win. Spurging in the mall, got me spinning all my hands. Yeah, we made it to the hills now. Coke all right, that was Travis Scott in Future. Uh, next up, let's talk about Big Sean featuring Drake and an un- uncredited Kanye West <laughs> on Blessings. Yeah, Kanye comes in at the very end. Um, Blessings is very. It's very, it's very much a very boisterous kind of song that Big Sean's known to do, especially lately. And it follows up, I don't know if with you, which is, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's a little bit of that. It's a little bit of, I also think of Rick Ross's Sanctified, where it's mm-hmm. just kind of, you know, them boasting as to how good the, their status are right. and also how good they are with their life. So I think that Big Sean does really good with these songs. Um and you know why not call on drake and it's funny because even in a song about blessings drake could be very emo like he Mm -hmm. says how he feels like he's the only one in the game and it's just like man he i am always amused by the way that drake can be emo and lonely in songs and still sound good saying that and still then like 
revert back to being like this guy that knows that he's winning and being very prideful um so yeah i mean i really like the song they all work very good together um so i chose this for for the podcast yeah i mean i think your your point about him being emo is great but that's that's what i loved about this song i mean i thought it was a good song um like nothing i fell in love with but drake's verse is just so interesting like he he is bragging there's a line where he says i can't see heaven being much better than this but not that much uh, a few lines later he's talking about uh, worrying about his mom right and he's saying something you, you really never hear anyone like rapper or pop star say which he, he says i think i'm famous enough i don't need any more press that's right. just like who, <laughs> like one no one says that two no one thinks that like okay maybe kanye maybe kanye maybe west kanye. yeah but yeah it's just the fact that he could say and you might know the line that the line of him saying that he is the only one in the game it's like him being prideful and yet lonely at the same right. time and i'm like i don't think any other rapper could do it as good as as drake can right pull yeah. off the trick of kind of being like i'm in my own class but also sound like really sad very lonely it. and sad like not that right. boastful <laughs> Whereas, like, if Jay-Z right. says that, you're like, oh, man, he is so happy with yeah. his life. Drake says that. He's like, I need a friend. I know. So, I mean, I think that's why I think, like you said, that's the reason also why you like it is Drake's verse. I think also why I like like it is because of Drake. It's just very much him. Yeah. In any type of song. He never yeah. wavers. His emo-ness never wavers. He's good. He's really consistent. Yes. Um, but let's listen to it. So it's Big Sean, Drake, and Kanye. Blessings. Funny thing about talking behind my back is that it just keep coming back to me, nigga. Was off for a second, now it's back to me, nigga. You mad at me. This ain't what I want, man. This what it had to be. This is that late night working after three, man. This is why my old girl was mad at me. This why I'm your majesty, man. The click is the tightest, the pussy the tightest, the drinks are the coldest, the future the brightest, the feet right, not that the was, widest. Uh, blessings. Next up, let's talk the satisfaction. The song is called Earthy. It's spelled Earth and then two capital E's. We were just mm-hmm. talking. I can't remember if we've highlighted the satisfaction before or if we meant to and then but i do know that you are obsessed i'm a big fan yes i they're an affiliate group a seattle affiliate like r&b hip-hop duo of shabazz palaces Mm -hmm. and that makes sense their last their first album was great i've seen them live they just have like a weird like choreographed like incredible just like an other earthly kind of thing going on like it almost seems to me like the like 1960s early 70s laurel canyon version of like r&b hip-hop yeah um so anyway so this new song is called earthy and it's just kind of kind of classic uh the satisfaction <laughs> as much as no one else in the world knows what that I mean, means i only know i've only heard two songs this song and the one that you played before right it's, yeah. it's like i mean it's r&b they are rapping on it but it's like old school r&b at the same time there's like kind of indie synths in there it's, it's kind of like you're listening to it and you're like, other than saying this is underground-ish music, like, I don't really know what to classify this as. I don't know. I mean, why would you consider underground just because it's not, there's not much like, music like this right now? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It definitely transports you into, like, that 70s funk R&B mm-hmm. era. For sure. Um, where you just kind of forget what you, where you're at. Because, I mean, they're pretty amazing at bringing that sound back. Yeah, it's, like, really organic. yeah. Um, but yeah, but at the same, yeah, I guess underground is probably the wrong word, but it, it does just have this thing. It's, it's familiar. It's like a sound we know from right, the past, right. but like you just don't hear other people doing this right now. Mm. And like, there's absolutely no way. Like, I feel like a lot of the stuff we talk about in the podcast has that potential to like make a crossover. This is definitely a niche group, but right. I feel like if someone, like if you like Shabazz Palaces, 
100% check out the satisfaction. I wonder how someone like D'Angelo would do with this. That's interesting. Especially like right now where he's at in his career. Like, I don't know if this would be, it, it feels like it would be like a somewhat of a step forward because of just how progressive they still are, mm-hmm. even though they sound like a right. an era of the past. So I was thinking about that before we got on the podcast is I wonder if the, if who they would collaborate where they could kind of take a step up as right. far as like being That's more known. That's a really smart call if they yeah. were with D'Angelo because right. they totally have like a similar vibe yeah and kind of that progressive but like back reaching because i feel like i want someone to just like pick them up and like right. show them to the world exactly well that's that's what we're doing <laughs> isn't it yes um, we need like a, a but we need like a real celebrity we need a real celebrity not jason real celebrity <laughs> jason <laughs> is the closest thing we have to a real celebrity in this room and he just left i know so. exactly um anyways well let's listen to it it's the satisfaction earthy That was the satisfaction. Uh, Erica, thank you so much for joining me and for sticking around. <laughs> I'm Shots fired at certain Jason. other people. <laughs> I'm going to pull a diva and leave early next time. Yeah. But no, I appreciate you having me here. Love having you on. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.